From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 247 for the week of January 30th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell. I'm joined by Sean Thompson from our Orlando team and our special guest, Disney artist, Jared Mariama. Welcome, Jared. Thank you very much. Hey, Jared. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you. We've chatted on Twitter a little bit, but it's it's cool to actually uh, get to talk to you. Yeah, I've listened to um, some of the podcasts and stuff, so it's great to actually uh, to be on uh, a show. Oh, that's so cool. So let's 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 hear a, little, hear a little bit about Jared. Where where are you from? What kind of you know where what background do you have as far as art and things like that? Um, I'm originally from San Jose, California, uh, Silicon Valley area. For mm-hmm. people who aren't familiar with the area, um, and I went to San Jose State there, where I majored in art oh. uh, illustration. San Jose State. And- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a Fresno State uh, grad, a, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, we have a great art program there. It oh, okay. certainly has even uh, evolved over the years to become quite an animation program, actually. But um, And then since graduating uh, a while back now, then I eventually moved to uh, the Sacramento area, uh, and that's where I currently live. So have you always been an artist? Uh, yeah. I mean, since... Uh, I've been drawing since as long as I can remember, but um, actually doing it as a profession. Yep, after college, I went into the uh, children's software market as an art director, and I worked there for several years uh, until eventually going full-time freelance within sort of the last oh, five years or so. Awesome. What kind of what kind of artists are you influenced by? Oh, geez, uh, just about everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think this is always a funny question for me because I think a lot of my influences aren't necessarily uh, seen in the work that I do. Right. But I think if you, um, okay, let you me know, it up. What, what kind of artists do you enjoy? <laughs> well, I, I was primarily uh, inspired, I think, a lot by animation, Disney mm-hmm. animation specifically, um, and and that certainly what sort of made me want to pursue art as a career. Um, right. But other than that, you know, I think growing up, a lot of um, the mid-century artists and stuff and, and people like uh, Mary Blair and right. those types of artists uh, definitely uh, influenced kind of my approach to art and sort of a um, an aesthetic that's like children's art, but I guess I'd say it'd go beyond just being for kids. And what about the Disney connection? Have you always been a Disney fan, or is it just when you started working for them? Uh, I've always been a Disney fan. You know, growing up, I think right. everybody uh, at this point grew up with Disney to, to some degree. Uh, I must admit, when I was really young, I, you know, they weren't my favorite cartoons. I think I was more into Warner Brothers cartoons and things right. like that. Um, and, and I certainly grew into an appreciation for them, particularly after uh, that first sort of renaissance with The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast and things mm-hmm. like that. It's when I... Uh, got completely inspired by Disney. And, and, you know, as an adult, you have a different appreciation for something like Sleeping Beauty than you might have when you were, like, eight, you know. Um, So I think it evolved like that. Uh, But certainly since, like, the 
I guess that would be like the late 80s, early 90s, I've been a pretty hardcore Disney animation fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jump in if you need to, Sean. Well, I, I just, uh, I'm such a huge fan of specifically the Hipster Mickey series. Um, and I've, I've been following you for a while, um, particularly on Dribble.com, which is kind of like a showcase for designers. Um, what, what was the process like of starting some of the Disney pieces? Did you start off as just doing them for fun and then they kind of latched on? Or what was that kind of like? Um, yeah, so it's funny because I've always been a Disney fan and animation is what sort of got me uh, you know, into art as, as first in school and then as a career. When I was going to college uh, for art, it was a very it was during the '90s, so everything was was pretty dark. Like the illustration and, and art at the time seemed like it was in a very dark place, and that was sort of mm-hmm. what they wanted you to do. So I kind of had to put the Disney stuff aside because I wasn't going to be an animator per se, um, and I was going to just pursue illustration. Um, and it wasn't until later, quite a while after graduating stuff, that I sort of surrendered to do what I want to do in the style that I like. And I think once I started doing that, I really sort of found my groove. Um, yeah. So I started doing a lot of just um, fan art uh, for my own purposes or for friends or things like that, but just posting that and getting that out there and sort of having that represent what I'm doing now. Um, and so from there, it sort of... Uh, developed into what I'm doing now. And then Disney sort of noticed that uh, and asked me to participate in Wonderground. So that's kind of the transition that it went through. Awesome. So um, a lot of your artwork is kind of in a a certain style. And I I think the term for that is called uh, kawaii, which I guess is the Japanese word for cute. Um, What what appeals uh, to you from that style? Um, Well, I think it's... um, you know, it's sort of a, its own visual language, in mm-hmm. my opinion. You know, I think, um, you know, Hello Kitty and that whole Senrio uh, group, they're pretty much the masters of it. I feel like in some ways they sort of created it, it, it certainly in the in the way that we look at it today, where it's, um, you know, it's, it's uh, a cute approach to just about everything. Uh, anything and everything is cuter with a little face on it. Yeah. Um, and I think... <laughs> You know, that's it's a lot of fun. It's not the it's not the most difficult style, I don't think, and it's not the sort of deep or dark approach to artwork. But it's it's an accessible style, and it's fun, and it's I think something that's very easy for everyone to react to and get sort of a sort of a happy feeling from it. Um, Definitely, and I yeah. think that sort of immediate response is I think what what I find attractive uh, in, in working in this style. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that um, I, I was looking back through all your work, and I, I was just I, I was I forgot about a lot of them actually. But I mean, even certain things as you know, characters from um, uh, Saving Mr. Banks, even in that certain style, it just gives it such a different feeling um, with that kind of cute uh, aspect of it. I think it's really neat. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that um, it's so simple that it is. Uh, you kind of forget, I think, how much of a challenge it can actually be. And even for myself, when I look back on, on, on the work that I've done, uh, you know, I definitely see uh, improvement. And, and, you know, you sort of approach it almost cynically at first, thinking like, oh, you just do dot eyes and a small smile, and, and you've got the style down. But um, it really has, for me at least, evolved over the years to, to, I don't know if I'd say become more sophisticated, but to do something like, say, 
you know, a cat or a dog at the beginning that looks really cute to going to do something like the Saving Mr. Banks piece where you're slightly caricaturing more so than just simplifying. And I think yeah. I'm constantly looking at that balance and how far can you push it so that it still looks stylized, um, but yet it's still recognizable as, uh, you know, these actors. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so Wonderground Gallery is kind of your home away from home now? <laughs> it just seems that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been very fortunate to have sort of maintained this relationship with them. And, yeah. you know, I know it's not forever, but um, I'm certainly I'm certainly enjoying it while it lasts. Excellent. You have something coming up, what, this weekend? Yeah, February 1st and 2nd, um, I'll be at the gallery with um, with the latest Hipstromic EP. Uh, and I have, an, it's a small world piece and a princess piece, which... Um, will be on sort of a variety of, of artwork and merchandise uh, at the gallery. So I'll be there Saturday and Sunday from 2 to 5 on both days. Um, and as part of the Hipster Mickey thing, they're having Starbucks actually there. So if you buy the new Hipster Mickey mug, they will fill it up right there at the gallery with Starbucks <laughs> coffee for free. <laughs> I think that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a fun way to uh, promote the piece and stuff. So it's exciting. Yeah, for sure. I'm so jealous. I, I want to come to one of your signings so bad, but the timing never works out. I've been to Disneyland twice now in the past year, um, but it just never never works out time-wise. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny. I, I, I feel like I'm there quite a bit, so it's just a, you know, it's sure. a time, I guess, before we sort of line up and you're there of course. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned the small world piece, and that's one of my favorite I, I, favorites. I love the amount of details. So, like, I think that theme park fans who are very familiar with the ride will definitely be able to pick out kind of these cool little details that you included in it. Um, what was it like, kind of taking that whole attraction and putting it into a piece like this? Uh, well, you know, it's a small world is one of my favorite attractions. I think probably for for most people who have been to Disneyland as children, you know, I think it's always your favorite ride yeah. when you first go to the park. Um, so I, you know, I've, I've known the ride for a long time, and, and you know, you revisit it every time you go, and then the Christmas overlay and things. So um, I felt like I knew the ride pretty well until I went to go draw these specific things, and then it was really tough to sort of find great reference for these uh, these little characters. And uh, you know, especially with Disney fans, you you like to get it as close to accurate as you can because they're yeah. definitely going to call you out on it. <laughs> They'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, there's certainly, a, you know, you, you do a certain amount of stylization to it, so some of the details obviously get lost. But still, you know, I was trying to be uh, aware of which version of the Small World ride I was taking these characters from, and in the end it sort of came a little bit from um, all the different versions uh, from what I can see online. I haven't really visited all of them, but... Um, and you can, it's interesting to see the sort of subtle differences between the rides, even with Disneyland, looking at the original ride and how some of the characters have slowly changed or have been repainted over the years and kind of trying to, you know, be aware of all of that was, was surprisingly difficult, but, um, you know, there's so many iconic sets and characters to choose from there. It was, um, there was, you know, you could probably do two or three of those pieces and still not get to everybody. Absolutely. I, I love the way that it kind of creates this pattern um, that I think would probably um, 
yield itself well to other types of merchandise. Are there other any other plans um, in the works for maybe putting it on? I think it would even look great on fabric. Yeah, um, well, you know, it's funny the, the way we sort of develop with with Wonderground is, um, you know, the artists pretty much focus on the artwork, uh, which we turn over to Disney, and okay. they kind of work their magic with the uh, the merchandise. So we don't always have a, a huge say in what's happening. I Sometimes see, yeah, of we course. Do, work on versions of the, the thing if it needs to be sort of reformatted for, say, a mug or something like that. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we're doing with Small World. There, you know, we've talked about a lot of things, and um, I tend to not know what's going to be at the gallery until I actually show up that day sure, and see yeah. what put out. Um, so, so but sometimes it depends on um, production schedules and things like that, mm-hmm. how quickly we can get it to the store. Um, so I think there... I think there's going to be a mug, and I, they talked about doing a T-shirt, but I don't know that that's going to make it uh, for this this weekend. But um, okay, yeah, we'll see what else they do. With it. I love it. I love the piece. It was a it's great fantastic. Work. Yeah. So I hope it. Um, I hope we're able to sort of you know use it on a bunch of merchandise. Definitely. So, hipster Mickey, how did that how did that come about? Well, when we um, gosh. It was a while ago now. Uh, I think it was 2000, maybe the end of 2011 when they first contacted me to do pieces for the gallery. Um, and so we sort of started um, throwing ideas back and forth and concepts and stuff. Since it was the first show and it was the first time this gallery was opening, uh, they were very um, open to a lot of suggestions and stuff because right. you know nothing had been defined quite yet. Um, but their big thing had been from the start that this was going to be something that was very contemporary, um, that they wanted it to feel a little more, um, you know, contemporary as far as art styles and things like that, that we weren't going to be necessarily held back by uh, model sheets or, or, you know, design guides that had been previously used for most of the merchandise. Um, so that was exciting. Um, but that push for um, doing something that feels like uh, you know, very much now was where the hipster Mickey thing came out of. And I thought, how could I make uh, Mickey as contemporary as possible, but still in a fun way and sort of in an accessible way and, and not in just sort of, uh, you know, people I think tend to go dark to say that this is now or edgy. Um, and I thought this was just a fun way to sort of put Mickey in a costume and, and give him sort of an attitude uh, with it. And, at first, yeah, they didn't because I mean, Mickey is is playful. I think so, and he plays a lot of roles, right? Like yeah. an actor, I think, and and we've certainly seen him over the years, sort of anchored in each decade and stuff, and um, you know, like the eighties with the disco Mickey and things like that. Um, so you know, it was sort of that approach to it, it was mm-hmm. like doing a very contemporary piece, and um, yeah. So at first, it wasn't um, they didn't really respond to it that much and then eventually later just before we were going to open the gallery um they said oh you know this piece has grown on us and we're going to go with it and so it was just (laughs) one of the other yeah (laughs) it was just one of the other pieces that i had done so um you know before we released it and it got um the reception that it did you know i don't think anybody thought it was going to take off in the way that it has do you have a favorite piece or a favorite series? Um, I know, picking, I picking your favorite world, kid, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny because the more you work with the gallery and stuff and, and then you sort of start getting a sense of what people respond to, mm-hmm. um, 
it certainly feeds into sort of your decisions, some of your decisions. Um, something like the small world piece, I feel like, is very, um, it's very much what I do, and it, um, you know, it's something that I really love. So I think that that one in the world of cute one, which is a similar sort of collage setup, mm-hmm. uh, probably best represents what I do. So I'm always excited if the, you know the response to something like that is right. is positive. Yeah. I also noticed that you do a lot of pieces that involve pop culture, whether it be, um, I think, you know, the Paula Deen one uh, with the butter. Um, I, I remember that one. I know that there's been, you did a recent Big Bang Theory one and also Moonrise Kingdom. So how, how important is that in your work? Does that really inspire you or do you just kind of latch onto things that you really enjoy? Oh, I think both. Um, uh, you know, it's easy to create stuff when you are inspired or if it's something that you that you really like. Um, it, and, and it's almost like... And I'm I'm sure this is the same for most artists. It's like you almost have to do it. You have to get it mm-hmm. out of your system once you get the thought in your head that you know you you pictured these characters looking a certain way. And it, it certainly helps if they're iconic type of characters, sort of like even the Big Bang Theory piece, where they almost all wear the same clothes all the time. So it's easy to sort of caricature that. Whereas something else that's more, I don't know, like the film Gravity. You know, it's less iconic. You might like it a lot, but it doesn't necessarily translate well to to something like what I do. I mean, it can, but I think it's a little, it's not as instantly recognized. I think that's what you're going for is that. Exactly, yeah. Response to it. So, um, you know, it's as much as I like creating characters, I definitely like creating my own characters and stuff, but it's definitely the pop culture stuff that gets the most attention and that people respond to. Um, I think the most loudly. So it's always fun to do those pieces. Another one I, I just I just noticed as I was looking through was the Louis C.K. one you did, which I just think is fantastic. I love I love the kind of uh, juxtaposition of him. You know, he's kind of like this kind of hilarious comedian, and then he's done in that really cute style. It's it's really funny. He's got the you know bigger head with the smaller body. It's yeah, really... I think uh, the the more unexpected it is, I think the better. Um, Exactly. So something like that, I think you don't think, oh, you know, wouldn't Louie look great on a series of children's T-shirts? But <laughs> yeah. uh, if you can, yeah, that's part of, I think, the appeal of that, that piece is that um, you don't expect it. And, yeah. and, it, and it does, I think it sort of works. You know, you recognize them, I think. And, and that's always, that was sort of more of an exploration of how far can I push it from being a caricature to, uh, you know, keeping that kawaii style. That's so cool. <laughs> so what are, you, what are you working on now? What are you working on next? Um, let's see. The next Hipster Mickey piece will be, I think, released in May. And we just sort of, I just finished that one, and it's going through um, sort of the approval process and things like that. So we'll we'll see what happens with awesome. that one. Um, and that continues with sort of the um, the park attraction theme that, that they've been doing. Um, Excellent. And there's there's always stuff going on with Wonderground that's kind of been um, ongoing, and then just my normal client work and things like that that are keeping me pretty busy. Where with you, where should fans go to check out your work besides Wonderground Gallery? Um, my website is jmariama.com, um, and I have my blog off of that as well. That I try to uh, keep updated with what I've been doing and where I'm going to be and appearances and things like that. So that's probably the best place to go. But I am also on Dribble and Facebook and all that, which you can all access uh, through my website. Awesome. Any other questions, Sean? I don't think so. This has been really cool. I, I, I 
been a fan of your work for a really long time, so it's it's nice to get to chat and kind of talk about some of these pieces that I've I've loved. Well, great, thank you. I mean, it's nice to hear from from you guys as well, and I always appreciate yeah. a, a chance to talk about my work. So, thank you very Definitely. much. I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy signing Yo. prints and uh, enjoy so, all the meeting everybody. Yeah, it's always fun to go. I, I mean, I never get tired of uh, meeting the people that come out and buy the stuff, and you know, it's so nice to talk to these people and get to know them a, a little bit and um, to sort of thank them for, for the support. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Very cool. Excellent. So that's this weekend at the Wonderground Gallery. Give me the times again. It's um, 2 to 5, Saturday to and five. Sunday. Okay. Okay, we'll make sure we put that in the show notes. Also put a link to your website in the show notes page. Sean, thank you for joining me. Jared, we thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Jared. Thank you very much. That is going to do it for this segment of the Dis Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.